Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Bradfoe Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. All right, we're back. I apologize to everybody who subscribed to the Bradford Show, who downloads the Bradford Show, who's a fan of the Bradford Show. It's been a few months. It's been a few months since we've actually conducted a podcast executed a podcast and i apologize but now we're all in i wanted to make sure that we could be hitting the ground running that we could do the best podcast possible that we could fully commit to making this the podcast that we envisioned all along that the podcast had been all the way up until that point and really the last couple months i'll just tell you i just wasn't feeling like i was going to be able to do that for whatever reason life work priorities all of it that that was just the fact of the matter so when I, i wanted to start it up again i wanted to make sure that we were going to make this the absolute best it could be and worthy of your time to listen to, as I hope that it's been all, all along the way so far. So thank you once again, Lord Hobo, our sponsor, for being so patient. Great things coming with them, some great ideas, some remotes, everything. They're part of this whole deal. I couldn't ask for a better team, a better better group of people, a more creative group of people to be a part of just a cool group of people and so they're going to be part of this thing going forward and i'm looking forward to boom sauce t-shirts hats remotes all of it and and also just really really good podcast really entertaining i hope really informative i hope we have the access we have the ideas but I, like i said before i wanted to make sure that when we started this baby back up it was going to be worthy of your time. And I kind of had it in my mind when I wanted to do it. And that was with the Mookie Betts podcast. We've done this two years in a row. This will be the third. Every year we we have an arrangement, an agreement with Mookie that 
once a year we sit down for about 28 minutes in the Fenway Park dugout and we just talk. It's not running around. A lot of times when you get these player podcasts in our season, there's not a lot of time to do it. Mookie's very generous with his time. I feel like the last couple of years, and this one included, really it's been the best Mookie Betts interview you're going to find for that exact reason because we're just talking. In this case, he's eating and talking. And you know what? As I said in the podcast, the best podcasts are when you're eating and drinking. So he was eating. It, it was great. It was good to talk to Mookie once again. And in, so once again, here we go. We're, we're on our way. We're feeling good about things. Subscribe download spread the word all of it but this is the launching point after a couple months off thanks for tuning in thanks for listening hope you enjoyed this mookie bets podcast all right we do this once a year i know mookie you're very very excited this is probably the um the thing that sort of breaks up the season looking forward to doing this right exactly this is uh (laughs) exactly what i need (laughs) so um First of all, I don't know you. I know that you know this, but I haven't done a podcast in like three months for the sole reason because when I wanted to reboot it, I wanted to do it with you. So congratulations on being having that honor. That means a lot. It means a lot that uh, that I am. uh, I'm the first one that you've done it in a while. Yeah, you missed it. I'm sure you missed. You missed one hundred percent. I mean, this is. uh, what I live for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've had some good moments in the last couple of years. I mean, usually, the weird thing is that we always do this around the same time. I don't know. I don't even know why. It's sort of like the beginning of June, end of May sort of deal. I, don't, I know we do it, but I don't. I don't remember that. Right. Well, who can who can forget you t- us talking about the Joel Embiid social media? Right? Remember that? Yep, that was uh, oh last year. Was it? Here's 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 a here's a takeaway here's a takeaway from the first year right the first year you were we were talking a lot about the changing of the team right or like the difference with David not being here and so forth and so on remember that yep I remember all that okay and then last year it was uh, my I do have a goal is to be the MVP so congratulations on making your goal. All right, thank you. <laughs> Shoot high and hopefully you land on the clouds. <laughs> By the way, just in case people don't, the best podcasts are the ones where you're either eating or drinking. And uh, so, what do you you got? Shrimp. Let me see if I can guess this: shrimp, rice, tomatoes, uh, and uh, some sort of dressing. Am I missing anything? It's a shrimp scampi, so I don't whatever it goes. That's not shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi has pasta in it. But we replace the pasta with rice. That's not healthier. No, I mean, I wouldn't go in after health. Oh, you don't like pasta? Not a huge pasta guy. Not? Yeah, okay. not a huge one. That's good carbs, though. Yeah, great carbs. That's why. That's exactly why I do it. I can tell. I can tell you're, you're bouncing off the walls. Uh, but then you go, last year, I also remember last year. Last year was, because uh, I always end it saying, do you have any questions for me? And you bizarrely asked me what I thought of the Dodgers. I don't know if that was last year, but why are the Dodgers good? And I, I'll admit it right now. I'm like, I had barely paid attention to the Dodgers, but obviously now I know a little bit about the Dodgers. You were well ahead of the curve with that, too. Mm-hmm. I try and pay attention. Uh, you know, this is the one thing I look forward to every year, so I make sure I have a question. 
You got one at the end. We're not asking you now. I got one. I got one. All right. Okay. We won't ask that now. Which is weird. It's sort of weird that you, you asked about the Dodgers. Like when you and I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but now that you've played them and like you're thinking that you like to play focus on baseball, and there's a reason you asked that question. But then you play them and you're like, oh well, that that was a little bit different than I thought it might be. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, matchup. It's just weird because. You know, matchups can definitely change uh, change games for sure, and you know, kind of really didn't matter who uh, who plays who at this point. If you match up well against somebody, then you're going to succeed more. You know what a Dodger player told me after was that you guys didn't necessarily outplay them, but you outprepared them. That's fair. We uh, we prepared a lot. Um, I guess they kind of go hand in hand. We executed our plan, and I think that's. Uh, where the outplay kind of comes in. I mean, obviously you can prepare and, and everything, but you have to go execute it, and we, uh, we did a great, great job in execution. Good job. You won the World Series. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no one's ever congratulated you on that. Um, so, you know, speaking of, like you said, we were, a couple years ago, I remember specifically you talking about Ortiz, and, and the, the quote I remember, and I'm going to paraphrase, was, how it was an adjustment. Right, to- <laughs> how the the um, that at that time it was that you had to run everything through through David, right? Remember that's what I remember because, and this is what I, I lean on way too much when I talk about leadership in baseball because I don't think that's normal because I think that leadership in baseball comes from different corners, but that was a, such a different dy- dynamic. You remember that? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily run everything through him, but it was more of like he kind of knows kind of everything that kind of goes on. Like we're not necessarily looking for approval, but we do. Like he just kind of knows everything that kind of goes on, you know. And like, but that's not. I mean, again, again, I don't know if that's normal in a baseball. We had a lot, a lot of young guys. Yeah, and so I don't think we really had anybody else that anywhere near his stature, um, other than what, Hanley. And so, um, I mean, it's one of those things where we were all young and didn't necessarily know what we needed to do or how we needed to prepare and all those type of things. And so he kind of just knew everything that kind of went on. Like I said, we weren't asking for approval, but sometimes we'd be like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm not really asking. I'm telling him what I'm going to do, but he knows it, you know. And, uh, I mean, there were some things that he sometimes that we didn't, you know, but for the most part, he pretty pretty much knew uh know what was going on around uh, around the clubhouse i remember also you saying you know at that time it was that was a big like oh mookie best is to show his personality you know that whole thing and you said oh maybe in five years where i'm i'm comfortable and so forth and so on so now we're two years later from that looking back at that um do you is it are you at the place where you thought you would be in that respect um no i mean i think uh and I've kind of progressed uh, quickly, quicker than expected, which is, uh, you know, means that I've, I've put in a lot of work and, you know, it's, it's shown on the field. You now I feel like I'm at a pretty good um, pretty good place in, in my career where I can show a little more personality. Um, and I feel like I have some type of a platform to kind of show personality and show who I am, you know, and, and, and show that baseball is fun and all those type of things. That's the thing, though. The weird thing is, is that 
I think that you know you have a personality. It's your personality. It's not in. in I think baseball. It's like oh, you have to go out and do this, or you have to do that, and you have to show. You know what I'm saying? That like that's that's probably one thing that I don't want to say aggravates. Would aggravate me saying, hey, you know. Everyone's saying I have to show more personality. Well, this is my personality. Yeah, some people, some people are more outgoing than others, and so um, there's no right or wrong way. It's just you have to let people do it their way. And I think uh, some people in baseball try and govern how people show their personality, which is not right. I mean, you see guys in other in other sports kind of doing their own thing and showing the personality their own ways, and I think we uh, should be able to do it our our, our way. Are you having fun? Uh, is it fun? Because and the reason I ask this, like obviously, you know, listen, you're playing baseball. You're paid a lot of money for playing baseball. A lot of people like you, but with with great power comes great responsibility, and and sometimes, like it or not, I mean, that just probably isn't as fun as you would like to be. Depends on how you how you view it. Um, if you embrace it, then you know it's, it's not so bad. You uh, you kind of take it on and, and say, oh, I got to do this or I got to do that or I got to go say hey to fans and this that, and the other. Then yes, it's going to be miserable. But for me, I try and embrace it and know that I have worked hard to get to where I am and where you are is this comes this comes along with it. No, no matter what you do or try, you can run all you want, but this is it's here. You know, there's there's no getting away from it. Speaking of which, you know, every time that someone signed a contract in the spring training, we would run up to you. <laughs> that, that, that was one of those you can you, you can run away from all you want, but we're just going to keep coming. I mean, that's I guess that you chalk that up as comes with the territory, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I knew you know when somebody signed, I knew uh, questions were going to be asked, but just uh, I have my, my view my views on it. And just kind of uh, stick to. Uh, what I always say. Have you, been, which which I appreciate, and have you been able to to function with that dynamic of it with the business of baseball and not let like I totally say, okay, you know, that's over here and this is here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's kind of tough. You know, as you're playing, you you wonder what's going, what's what's going to happen to to you as you go through arbitration or as you go through free agency and all those type of things, but. Um, it's just one of those things where you have to just find a way to separate the two. I mean, even though this is a business, you do have people here that are, that you're with every day, like, like your family. Like you want to go play for them, you know, and you want to win with them. So um, you have to find a way to, to do that, but understand that, you know, there is a, a business side to it that uh, you... Find a way to, to, to understand. Should I say? Has it been tougher the closer you get to free agency? No, not really. No. I mean, I'm still around the same guys, playing the same game. Um, obviously, I'm a little older, but that, that's the only thing. Just a, a year or two older, and you know, playing, doing the same thing. Do you feel? You know, we talk about Joel Embiid. I'll bring up another basketball reference. Um, the Celtics. Okay, so the Celtics were. We talk about leader and having that one guy, and and Kyrie was the best player, and everyone's like, almost like they wanted him to be a leader. Um, can you see? And maybe this is just your opinion of like sports in general. 
of how that can be a slippery slope. We talk about personalities. I remember when Veritech was captain. He had the C on his chest, but he was a leader in a different way. Can you see where, like, if you go in to a to a clubhouse or a locker room and say, we have to have that guy be the leader, it can be a dangerous, because he's the best player, it can be a dangerous thing. Yeah, I mean, so just because you're the best player doesn't mean you're a, you're a leader. Some people are just naturally born as leaders. I mean, some people are really average at the sport that they play, but they are just natural-born leaders. They know how to get everybody going, uh, talk to everybody, play the game the right way. Some people are just just how it happens. Uh, I mean, not just because you're the best player doesn't mean you have to be the leader. I mean, you're the best player. Yes, you, you need to go out and, and perform and, and do everything you need to do to uh, help the team win or, or whatever it is. But uh, but you can't you can't just force somebody to be a, a leader or a captain. I mean, it just doesn't uh, it doesn't work that way. A couple of years ago, like I said, in the third, since this is the third annual Mookie Best podcast, the first annual, um, you know, we were sitting here in sort of the same situation, like in terms of where you were at. You felt you were having a, a, a what I classified as a good year, and by you said, oh, I, I have to be better, I have to be better, I have to be better. Um, just assume that like you're in the same place you were a couple of years ago. How much different are you in terms of how you're approaching it compared to a couple of years ago? Um, right now, I just understand it's a process more. I mean, obviously, I haven't been playing real that well this year, but I do. The main difference is I just know there's it's a process. I mean, I could, there's potential I could get hot in the you know, the numbers and all of a sudden they change. But just uh, I'm working on just sticking to the process and understanding that if you focus on that, then results come. But if you start chasing results, then that's when uh, you're, you just start spinning your wheels. And you're better at doing that now than you were two years ago. 100%. Yeah. I was, uh, didn't understand it two years ago. And, I didn't really know my process two years ago. Now I have a better idea of what it is and you know that uh, it can come at any, at, any, at any given time. Is there any frustration? And this is, uh, I'm not in your situation, so I'm, I'm legitimately curious about it. About when people say you're one of the top two players in baseball and people saying you're, you have to be one of the top two players in baseball. You have to be our top five players in baseball. Is that like, are you are you like what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's you know, the, there's there's a lot of good, great players in, in this league. And, but Moki, you have to be one of the top two players. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just that's this is baseball. There's so much uncontrollable. There's so so many things that they go on, and you can't just automatically label somebody say or tell somebody you have to do this. It just doesn't work that way. Well, most importantly, you're a good person, and when uh, bless you, preemptive breath, bless you. Um, you're a good person. When uh, going back to the playoffs last year, when um, when it was obviously you, you had given those pe- nice people um, some food, which I know you have done before. Is that awkward when that gets out? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Because it wasn't supposed to. It wasn't supposed to be that. I mean, me and my family went out there. And we don't. I just. We don't do things like that for the media and everybody to see it's just 
what we do, like how I was raised, how they were raised. When I say they, it's my family, and just kind of uh, just out of the goodness of my heart to me. Well, it wasn't supposed to get out uh, the way it did, but it is what it is. Are you are you happy here? Are you have you come to like Boston even more so than maybe when you first got here? Yeah, when I first got here, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, didn't really like the city that much, but it's definitely grown on me. And obviously, we have uh, great fans and great fan base, and it's definitely definitely grown on me. I love my teammates and you know, the front office. I think they do a good job in putting us uh, in a good spot, a good spot to succeed. And, and like I said, I'm with these guys eight eight out of twelve months. And, you know, I couldn't ask for a better group. Can I ask you why you weren't a big fan of? I don't know. I think just because uh, coming from Nashville, it's just slower pace, um, a little more sp- spread out. Boston's kind of you know, tight, and uh, it's just the, the people. You know, obviously, different attitudes and all those type of things, and nothing against anybody. That's just kind of how it is. I mean, you know, you, I, I've learned to. You can put me on a plane now, and I can go anywhere. And just by talking, having one or two conversations, I can I can have an idea of kind of where I am, you know, in in the uh, in the U.S. or whatever. And that's uh, being here definitely helped me uh, helped me learn to adapt to different cultures, different people, and, and, and all those type of things. Well, that's the evolution of a human being, not only a baseball player, right? Yeah, I mean, for another that's yeah, I, I kind of look at things as a whole like that, and not just. Baseball. I mean, baseball teaches me more things about life. That's been my viewpoint on it for sure. All right, you ready? Yep. Go ahead. Your question. My question. Yeah. If KD <laughs> knew he had a torn, or ruptured, or slight tear in, in his okay. In case people don't know, that's uh, Kevin Durant, and oh. and this is and, no, no, no. That's okay. And the, and he basically tore his Achilles um, uh, the night before we were taping this. Yes. But he before this is before he hurt himself. Because I've seen somebody tear their Achilles before, and the way he looked back. I'm, I don't know if it was torn then, but there's no way he could have played if it was torn then. But it didn't seem like it was a calf calf thing. Did you see the calf muscle? Yes, I did. But that's what happens when you tear your Achilles. Right. But the, I'm talking about the first time. Oh, you think? When he hurt himself initially, they said it was a calf strain. But... I don't. He turned around and looked down. But there's no. Listen. I mean, there's no way. There, there's no way. If he has an Achilles, a torn or whatever, there's no way he plays. Right. But if he had that, knowing he's going into free agency, I know he's probably gonna get. A, he's gonna get a max contract. Anyway. He's gonna get a max contract and not play an entire year. But why? Why do you go out there and? Play? I guess because you know. No. It's it's it's. I mean. I guess you give him credit for that, right? I can't, like, if I go out here and play, I'm going to really hurt myself. And so at what point do you say, at what point do you say, I'm 
I, I can't really help. I'm, I'm 50. He wouldn't even. He was less than 50. percent But here's the thing. Number one, you have to. I guess you give him credit for like, hey, when it went in. 100. 100. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing is that you and you saw the GM cry and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I felt I did feel bad for him because that's a big responsibility. You don't want to ruin anyone's career, but it's somebody. I want to know. Who was telling? He's. They're saying that all these people told him he was okay. You know as well as I do. Hold on, hold on. Well, the, yeah, well, but that's the thing is that so you know as well as I do. He not only has the team trainers, he has his people. His own outside of the team. Right. He has his Alex Guerrero, which is Tom Brady's guy, right? So but so he has his guy. So he has this has gone through about five layers of doctors. Easily. I mean you tell me all of them okay to well, what do you think? I mean, what, what could it do? They just got greedy? I think some of them okayed with okayed it, and some of them were like, I think they were like, look. You might hurt play, this. If you play, this could happen. It's a strong chance that it could happen. But it may not. You never know. And so, I guess the championship, they really needed him. He, felt, he probably felt pressure that he had to play. In order for okay, play. here's the question. If they're up 3-1, does he play? No. He doesn't play. No. no, no chance. Because it was all desperation, which I understand. You need, like, do they really need him? Well, that was a thing. We're coming in the series. Everyone was like, eh, uh, you don't really, you, you don't need, you don't need, they're good enough. But they need, they clearly need him. They need him. him. I mean, they, they, with him, they could sweep yeah, well, that's why they deserve this weather cold state. Without him, I mean, it's just like, it's just, I don't know, man. So have you, have you ever played with an injury where you're like, are you, I'm pro- I know you've had injuries, but you probably, you're like, yeah, I don't know if I should be playing with this. I haven't gotten hurt that bad yet. Hopefully never. Yeah. 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 Um, hopefully, yeah. So I haven't, like, yeah, I haven't had anything that bad yet. So, or again, so. Did you? See, I mean, you've seen people do it, though. Yeah, I've seen people, and it's like, baseball is not as the injuries are, are so much different. So, it's you know, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, but if a, if a, like a pitcher's arm's gonna fall off, I mean, they stop them though. That's the thing. They don't they don't let them go back out there. Well, I mean, I, there was probably some cases of you guys last year going through the World Series. I mean, you had, you know, Nathan Valls. He's only known a free agent year, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, at that point, you're playing for, you're playing for yourself. But, but nobody has a torn Achilles. Yeah, nobody has a torn Achilles. You know? <laughs> it's like nobody's that serious. You know, nobody's had, had anything that serious to where, I mean, like, he could have. I mean, he could have really. Yeah, I mean, I, he, I, they probably knew the most that could happen was he tears his Achilles. <laughs> that's the most. That's, the, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't play, he's playing next year. Like he's yeah. playing next year, and now he's not playing now next he's year. Not playing at all, all the whole, yeah. whole year. So, my thing is, is as a team, do, do you sign him? Yes. You, you still? So you're gonna pay? Him? Oh yeah, the Celtics sign him. You're gonna pay him yes dollars. To do nothing. But do you get? Is he back yeah. for the next year? 
Yeah, he's like, you get the max deal, right? The whatever, the four or five years. I was thinking, like, the team's not signing him for this year knowing he can't play, and then, boom. Yeah. Don't you? The year after. I mean, I don't know. It's like, I'm paying you $40 million for a whole year. And you're literally not. But he's that good. Oh yes. But I'm saying, do teams sit out that year? Let him be a free agent. No, because some team is going to do this. Uh-huh. You know. You know. I, I mean, you know why? I didn't know. You know why? Because and this is the same thing. The dilemma the Celtics have with Kyrie Irving right now is that you need superstars. You need, there's only like, what, 10 guys that you can say, not even 10 guys, or you can say you can build a team around. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, my thought was, as a team, as owners, maybe I'm thinking about baseball, it's a little different, but if I know he's going to be out for this whole year, nobody's going to, nobody's signing him because at one at the the following free agency, the following year, then yes, we're all we'll all find us, uh, try and sign him or whoever. But this year, he's not going to play. We might as well try and find somebody else and then go after him next. Yeah, but uh, again, he's not. He's going to sign with someone. Right, right, right. Yeah, I just didn't know if owners would think that way. Yeah, they would like to think that way, but there's always the, you know, like for instance, L.A. Right? Yeah. If the Lakers, LeBron. You don't think he'd be like, hey, you know what? Sit out this year. We'll figure it out. And then, and plus, if you if you get if you get a Kyrie to go with another guy, and then hey, in next year, uh, my guy KD is going to be there too. Yeah, NBA is so weird compared to baseball. It's so really different. I mean, if you, I feel like if you had Tommy Gunn, I mean, I guess they would still sign you, depending if you're Kevin Durant of baseball. But well, I think I want it's, I think it's happened, but I just don't. It's. I mean, it's happened. Actually, you know where it's happened. This is totally not on a scale. Vivaldi. Remember Tampa. Tampa signed him, and he didn't pitch the whole year. So, so that was the first and last time that we were comparing the two. Uh, so that's it. That's your question. NBA. Man, I, between you and Cora, like I ask me NBA questions. I'm gonna be honest here. I'm like at that point in the year. I'm kind of sick of coming here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, but anyway, I'm just being honest because we're we're being honest. But you know what? This is I really appreciate it because this does re-energize me a little bit because this is this is what I like doing. Sit down and talk. Gotcha. All right, thanks, man. Yes, sir. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 cleaners and protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy to use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, 
web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more, all for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with the push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Ever wonder what it's like to play in an MLB game? Play Loud is your exclusive look into the fun of the game as we mic up the league's biggest players and follow them with dedicated cameras both on and off the field. Watch game time reactions to some of the biggest plays and follow your favorite players as they chat in the dugout with their teammates between innings. You never know what you're going to see or hear. It's baseball like you've never watched before. Tune in for new episodes of Play Loud only on the MLB YouTube channel. MLB YouTube channel.